Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, what's up, goal reachers, dream catchers, and lifestyle giants? It's your girl, Vocals, here on the 71 Podcast, here to help you jumpstart your dreams. Listen, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you are a regular to this podcast, please, 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 please tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a family member, share it, let everybody know to tune in to the 71 Podcast because I am here to help keep you motivated, inspired, and encouraged to jumpstart your dreams. If you are the car, I'm the gas. If you're the engine, I'm the motor oil. So I'm just trying to pump into you what you need, the inspiration that you need to keep going. So let's go ahead and dive into this. This week podcast. Let's go. So how about walking into a crowded room and asking everyone that's waiting in anticipation for you to say something so profound this question. Raise your hand if you're ready to fail. I wonder what the response would be. Would you get complete dead silence? Would you get whims or snickers? Or if some people would even get up and walk out. But you know what? Failure is very real. It's a real part of success. It's a very real part of life. And it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Every success story is riddled with periods of failure. Failure is just not one thing that just happens one time in life. Failure is something that's experienced in every stage, in every area of our lives. And let's be real. If you are afraid to fail, then you are afraid to be successful. So today I decided to talk about in this podcast, one of the ingredients that you need in order to be successful, and that is failure. First, I want to examine some of failure's synonyms. They are breakdown, misstep, abortion, bomb, bust, Fiasco, flop, frustration, inadequate, defeat. And to be perfectly honest, I felt every single one of those emotions several times while pursuing my dreams. And there have been times when the very thought of failure has paralyzed me. I'm the type of person, I don't want to be bad at anything. And as a result, I have not tried nearly as many opportunities that have come my way. I feel like I've needed to go back to school, learn a new skill, work this job, get better at doing this, volunteer here, go over here and do that. And none of it, to be honest, none of it did anything to make me feel comfortable enough to go out there and fail. And the first time I heard someone speak of failure in a positive light, I thought they were completely nuts. But history shows us time and time again that failure can be just what we need to get our desired result. Winston Churchill was quoted as saying, Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Failure is a part of life. It happens to everyone, but it receives very little attention because it's something that people don't want to talk about. They don't want to deal with the emotions of it, and once you overcome failure, you want to be out of it. It's in the past. You don't even want to think about it anymore. Let's go. So unless you've been living under a rock for the past 20 years, you've heard the name Floyd Mayweather Jr., Mayweather is a retired boxing champion who has won 15 titles dating all the way back to 1996. And according to Wikipedia, he retired with an undefeated record of 50-0. She's like, why am I talking about Floyd Mayweather? He never lost a fight. What does he know about failing? But if you look back at his life, you'll see that he had it hard growing up. 
Many would call his childhood a complete breakdown. One of the stories that his father told about Floyd Jr. growing up was his father used his son. He used him as a human shield when someone was threatening to kill him. He used his son, his child, as a human shield when someone was pointing a gun at him, threatening to kill him. Another thing Floyd recalls growing up is his mother was an addict. He recalls living in a one-bedroom apartment with his mom and seven other people at one time in his life. He says when he considered getting a job, his grandmother encouraged him to keep boxing. And he eventually dropped out of school because he knew that he needed to be able to take care of his mother. And though he had every reason to be angry about his past and dealing with the naysayers judging and trying to break him down as a man, his mantra in the ring is, if you fight angry, you make a lot of mistakes. And when you fight a sharp, witty fighter like me, you can't make mistakes. You know, Mayweather could have easily used his childhood as an excuse to follow in his father's footsteps of selling drugs. Or because he saw his mother on drugs, he could have said, listen, this is my fate and my destiny, so I'm going to just dive into this. This is my life. This, this is what I saw. This is my life, so I'm just going to do it. But you know what he did? He chose to use those failures to be a better person and one that would inspire others to be and do more with their lives. He did not let his past define him. He did not let what he saw his parents do determine what he would do today. And he says, if you fight angry, you make a lot of mistakes. It's the same with pursuing your dreams. If anger is fueling you, then you will be prone to making mistakes over and over again. If your ultimate goal is to prove people wrong, then you will quickly run out of gas. If in pursuit of your dreams you try to avoid failing, you are only setting yourself up to receive the result that you are trying to prevent. If you are only doing this to make money, then I suggest you quit right now. Let's go! If you want to do anything great, you have to adopt the failure attitude. Twyla Tharp says, the best failures are the private ones you commit in the confines of your own room with no strangers watching. You know, I would never advise anyone to put themselves in a position to have an epic fail. Just a huge bust, like a ridiculous fail. I would never advise anyone to put themselves on stage and you know you can't sing and have everyone laughing at you. I would never suggest you do that. But like the one of the most epic fails. It's not the most epic fail, but it's, it's a huge failure. was the story of the Titanic. I mean, the whole world was watching and they had thousands of people's lives in their hands. And this colossal flop is one of the world's worst tragedies. And for those of you who do not know about the Titanic, please, by all means, go look it up. I don't have time in this podcast to really go through the backstory, um, but go look it up and see what happens. It, it was a it was a great loss of life. And I will say, if you're not pursuing an idea that holds people's lives in your hands, then what else do you have to lose that you can't regain? You know, and I also would not suggest investing every dime you have into an idea, especially if you have family and people relying on you, kids relying on you. Be wise about it. Talk to trustworthy people about your idea and see if it's something that they would invest in or see if they feel like it's a great idea. But don't talk to everybody. Make sure the people that you talk to are people that are in your trusted circle, that you know they're going to tell you the truth. You know that they're going to be honest and upfront with you and you can trust what they say. So let's be okay with failing, but let's not be downright stupid about it. 
Now back to the Titanic. Most of us have either seen the movie, read the book, or at least heard something about it. I would hope. If not, please, by all means, like I said, go, go Google it. There's a more recent story about what happened on the Titanic. A lady by the name of Louise Pattern claims that her grandfather was the second officer on the Titanic and one of the only surviving crew members aboard the ship. And he allegedly told his wife and daughter about the epic mistake that sank the ship. He claims that the first mistake was that instead of steering the Titanic safely around to the left of the iceberg, the steersman, Robert Hitchens, panicked and turned the boat in the wrong direction. And Patton gives more explanation as to how this happened in the article. And I'm going to post a link to it on my blogger site for the 71 podcast. You can check it out there. But human error, yeah, a big mistake without a doubt caused the boat to hit the iceberg. However, that is not what caused the boat to sink. Now, the unforgivable failure occurred when the owner of the ship refused to swallow his pride and let the ship be towed back to the harbor. He instead told the steersman to keep the ship moving, but at a slower pace. And that movement caused the ship to take on excessive amounts of water, and it ended up flooding five of 16 airtight compartments in the boat. I shared that story because I want all of us to understand that we can hit icebergs in life that won't cause our ship to sink. But what we can't do is keep going and cause the entire boat to split in half and sink to the bottom of the ocean. In other words, we got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Trying to protect your pride in a bad situation will cause your ship to sink every single time. And that's not saying fail yet. That's just being foolish. And I would never advise anyone to keep doing something that's causing damage or harm to your life and hurting other people. Let's go. Now, I failed so many times at so many things, and some of my failures could have been avoided. And I can't count the number of times I beat myself up about it, real talk. And I've spent weeks sulking and depressed and rehearsing what I should have done, what I could have done, what I would have done if I had the opportunity again. And, you know, I've accepted now that that's a part of my makeup. That's a part of my history. That's a part of my life. That's a part of my story. And I have to use those periods of failure to adapt and adjust and to change my method of execution so I won't have to fail at that thing again. I've accepted that every failure can't be explained or twisted in view so that I can see it as a success or as the church would say that every failure is going to work out for my good. Everything doesn't work like that. Some things work in a manner that we just have to sit down, examine, see where we went wrong and understand and accept that I failed at this. Let me go at it again and try and make it better. And like I said, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try that idea again. If your heart is really into it, it just means that you should learn from your mistakes and make the proper adjustments and try it again. Let's go. One of sports greats, Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. Jordan says because he has failed over and over and over again, that is why he has succeeded in life. And I can rattle off so many scenarios and instances where people have spoke of their failures. And he could have choked and quit when he lost the first, second, or even the 20th game. But he has lost almost 300 games. 
But yet he did not quit. I can name several people who will tell you that failure was a huge part of their story. There are so many people, the list goes on, there are so many people who will tell you, yeah, I failed at this, yes, I failed at that, and you know what? I'm still failing at this thing. It may not be the same thing that I failed at before, but there are still periods of failure that I face in my life, but I have to keep going and I have to keep pressing forward. And you know, Michael Jordan, he could have said, when his high school basketball coach told him that he wasn't tall enough, he could have said, you know what, man, forget this. I, I don't even want to do this anymore. He knew that he had the ability to compete. He knew that he could be great, but his coach decided, his coach made the decision that he wasn't ready for the varsity team. And I want to ask you today, what decisions are people making for you? What are people telling you to keep you from pursuing your dreams? Are they telling you that you're not tall enough? or you don't have the appropriate skills, or what your idea is not a good enough idea, or no one wants to hear what you has to have to say. How you respond to negative feedback determines how far you will go in life. And you know what? Yes, I'm on here loud and proud talking about we should have a failure attitude, but to be perfectly honest, I still hate failing to this day. And the very thought of it makes me rethink my decisions over and over again. But I've decided to accept that as long as I'm not trying to build another Titanic, my attitude has to be moving forward. Fail, yeah. Let's go. J.K. Rowling says, it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you have failed by default. It is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you have failed by default. I refuse to fail by default, and failing by default is giving up. Failing by default is not even trying. Failing by default is letting fear rule and move and determine your steps in your life. And we should go into every situation asking these questions. What's the worst that could happen? Will I hit an iceberg and sink into the Atlantic Ocean? Will my idea cause anyone to lose their life? Will I lose my life by trying this idea? Can I regain the things that I lose by doing this? Whatever I lose by trying this idea, can I gain it back? How bad do I want it? Before pursuing anything in life or trying something new, you should always sit down and do a risk assessment and list out all the possible outcomes that can happen as a result of doing those things. Just write out everything that you can possibly think of. What's the worst that could happen? You need a what's the worst that could happen column and what's the desired result or what is the ultimate goal that you're trying to get. And if the reward outweighs the risk go for it go for it and I tell you that's one of the best ways to ease anxiety about doing anything if you feel like that you're already prepared and of course there are going to be things that's going to come that you didn't even think about but if you can make out a good list of everything that could possibly happen what's the worst that could possibly happen you go over that list, the freedom that you'll have in pursuing your dreams will be unimaginable. You'll wish that you had done it well before now. You know, I'm not trying to make light of what happened with the Titanic at all, but I just want us to put things in perspective and understand that if what you're doing is not going to cause a loss of life, a loss of family, a loss of 
your livelihood, then go and pursue it. Go and do it. It's going to be worth it. Let's go. And when we give ourselves permission to fail, we at the same time give ourselves permission to excel. That's what Eloise Renstad said. When we give ourselves permission to fail, we at the same time give ourselves permission to excel. Failing is not the problem at all. It's happened to everyone at some point or the other. But our response to failure is what makes or breaks us. So we must give ourselves room and permission to fail. Accept it, welcome it, embrace it, because it's the only way that we'll win in life. And Robert Kiyosaki says, winners are not afraid of losing, but losers are. Failure is part of the process of success. People who avoid failure also avoid success. Again, winners are not afraid of losing, but losers are. Failure is part of the process of success. And people who avoid failure also avoid success. So just wrapping up this podcast real quick, we're going to go through the quotes that we did before. But I want to say failure hurts. I understand that. Trust me, I've been hurt several times before. It's disappointing. It's embarrassing. But it's also very necessary in order for our goals to be obtained. Let's think about all the things that we could learn in the process of failure. The things that we learn to do, the things that we learn not to do. And we've got to accept this ingredient that goes into making the success cake. And make sure we don't let failure defeat us. Don't let the fear of failure stall your plans any longer. Reject the idea of staying stagnant because you're too afraid to experience being uncomfortable. And let's go out there and fail our way to the top. Let's do our quote review really quick. Winston Churchill said, Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Floyd Mayweather said, If you fight angry, you make a lot of mistakes. And when you fight a sharp, witty fighter like me, you can't make mistakes. Twyla Tharp says, The best failures are the private ones you commit in the confines of your own room with no strangers watching. Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. J.K. Rowling says, it's impossible to live without failing at something, unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you have failed by default. Eloise Rinstad says, when we give ourselves permission to fail, we at the same time give ourselves permission to excel. Robert Kiyosaki says, winners are not afraid of losing, but losers are. Failure is part of the process of success. People who avoid failure also avoid success. So again, goal reachers, dream catchers, and lifestyle giants, let's go out there and have a fail yeah mentality, and let's go and pursue our dreams and make our dreams come true. This is your girl Vocals signing off. Don't forget to share, like, tell all your friends and neighbors. We are now on iHeartRadio, and they can search us out at 7-N-1podcast. That's 7-N-1podcast. Thank you, and I'll see you in two weeks.